Get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. Get ready, get ready for a tea time and filter with your loving tea. Spilling all this hot tea on this podcast street. So get ready, get ready for this piping hot tea. One tea time and filter with your loving tea. So Miss Tolliver, she was interviewed by BuzzFeed and she claims that this was all a joke and you know people are taking it too serious. She also received Donkey of the Day from the Breakfast Club and I also went on her Facebook page and she's on there ranting and raving like a lunatic because folks are checking her for her BS. But what I found funny on Jasmine's page is if you look at her header, it shows all this comedic stuff. It shows a lot of Egyptology. She's one of those so-called conscious women from the conscious community. You know, this is why I don't feed into the whole conscious movement because I feel like a lot of people in the conscious movement, not everyone, but a lot of people are full of shit. You know, they try and say one thing and make themselves out to be super conscious, but in real life, they're just like any typical hood booger out here. You know, my thing is, if Jasmine is so conscious and she's so about, you know, black pride and black love and she's so into natural hair, why would you start a petition like this? If you're so about black people and helping black people, why would you start something so spiteful and immature against a two-year-old child? And you can miss me with this shit about, well, no, it's not about Blue Ivy. It was mainly a diss towards Beyonce. How's she going to come out the house with a $1,000 hair weave, but her daughter's hair is not done? Why are you worried about it? You got a bunch of folks out here signing this petition worried about Blue Ivy's hair. From everything I've seen, I see that the girl is well-loved, well-taken care of. A lot of y'all don't even take care of your damn kids. A lot of y'all's kids run around here snotty nose, hair ain't dumb, run around here looking like crack babies. A lot of y'all bitches do nothing but sit on Facebook all day, run your mouth and gossip about this person and that person and everything else. But you guys have the audacity to want Beyonce to do more to her daughter's hair. How about you take care of your own child? How about you make sure that your own household is in order before you start throwing rocks at somebody else's household because at the end of the day blue ivy is good she's well taken care of and she don't want for nothing that can't be said for anybody who signed that damn petition what happened is that karachi basically tried to go in on blue ivy on 106 in park and that bitch got drugged by her silky ass baby hairs i'm gonna go ahead and play you guys a clip of her making fun of blue ivy's hair saying that her hair's never done and i'll come back with the rest of my comments the top six things blue ivy thought about the vmas with number six I really did wake up like this because my parents never comb my hair. Oh, uh, uh, I can't. <laughs> Sorry, Blue. <laughs> you guys just watched that clip. So after the clip went viral, don't you know that the Rihanna Navy and the Beehive, they came together to sting this bitch to death and then drag her little ass through the sea? Good morning, tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good. I had to start this podcast with a flashback. Chad, I can't believe, man, like I've been doing this for so long and it's funny how these topics like Blue Ivy's hair and her features keep coming back every few years. Um, Please forgive me for my voice. We kicked it this weekend. I'm still exhausted. I'm still drained. This weekend was more than I could ever imagine in Atlanta. And just once again, thank you to everybody who came out. My tea sippers, my celebrity guests. Thank you guys so much. But um, I want to talk about this Blue Ivy situation that's going on with Saucy Santana. Because um, once again, her hair is a topic of conversation. Now, y'all just watch those flashbacks. That was me eight years ago on YouTube. Okay, poor lighting, horrible audio, you know what I'm saying? But it's all good. I, I had something to say and I wanted to share my thoughts and my opinions. And it's so funny watching that because I haven't seen that video literally in years. 
And it just shows like, damn, TT, you had integrity and you stood on your square back then. Even when people were attacking you and telling you to shut the hell up and who do you think you are and we can do whatever we want and bitch, you're not Oprah. And I was going through the comments and I found a comment that I wrote in that post about Blue Ivy's hair. And I wrote this eight years ago and I said, y'all can dislike this video all y'all want. But I will say this. What I find funny is that if Blue Ivory looked like her cousin Jules, no one would talk shit about her. Folks dog out Solange's hair all the time on the blogs. But I've never seen anything but praise concerning Jules with his blue eyes and his curly sandy brown hair. LOL, it's a sickness. Regardless of how people feel about this child's hair not being groomed, the petition was spiteful and a disgrace. Let's stop making excuses for shitty behavior. Show me another race of people who have done this to their own. It's okay, I'll wait in my Cat Williams voice. I wrote that eight years ago because that video initially had a shit ton of dislikes. I mean, people just used to, y'all know. I mean, if y'all been here for any length of time, I used to get attacked for my commentary because I would just keep it real. You know what I'm saying? And I would hold a mirror up to us as a community. Like, this is not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are attacking a two-year-old child. And see, the seeds that we planted on social media, and I say we, you know, as a black collective, you know, the jokes and, and you know, the, the ignorance that people used to spew on Twitter, you know, all those years ago, those seeds are not manifesting. You know what I'm saying? The harvest is here. And you fast forward to 2022, Blue Ivy's hair is still a topic of conversation. And I just find the whole thing just really sad and distasteful. If you guys remember back in 2020, I had to drag these two journalists for attacking this baby's hair. And one of the journalists, he's verified he was a black man. It all started when Meg Thee Stallion posted a picture of Beyonce and Blue Ivy. As you guys remember, um, Beyonce jumped on the Savage remix. And so Meg was invited to some type of party and she posted the picture and people went in on Blue Ivy. And not only did people have things to say about Blue Ivy's features, but two journalists from Harper's Magazine and Vanity Fair, which are very well-established, you know, magazines, um, went in on this little girl. And she was seven years old at the time. So let me go ahead and show you guys what they said. I talked about this, but let me refresh you memory. So the Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The first um, journalist named Kay Austin Collins says, I have a feeling that Jay-Z's face genes are about to really hit Blue Ivy and I feel really sorry and I feel so sorry for her. Then this white journalist, she felt comfortable enough to chime in. Her name was Violet Luca and she says they haven't already with a question mark. And then he replies back and he says, you're right. She's lucky. If it happens now, she'll definitely grow out of it. Get the ugly duckling phase done early. Then she replies back and she says, or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16, a la Kylie Jenner. And we'll all have to pretend that she's always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich. Those tweets went viral and people drugged them. I think they ended up getting fired. Um, I'm not sure, but I believe they ended up losing their positions. Um, I thought the whole thing was sickening. I addressed it back then. So the reason why Blue Ivy is once again trending is because of Saucy Santana. Um, people were digging through Saucy Santana's old tweets, and he said a lot of disparaging things about Blue Ivy a few years ago. And this whole situation is not cool. 
So this is what happened. So Sassy Santana was talking to somebody and he says, at iconic charisma, I just want to be blue Ivy, nappy headed or then. And that was in 2014. Then he goes on to say at pretty pistol. I'm sorry, but Northwest clears blue Ivy have several car seats. Blue just said this yesterday. He also went on to retweet this. Beyonce humor wrote Beyonce with that mother effing pregnancy glow. Saucy Santana says she looks dry to me. Then he comes back and says his account was suspended for his tweet about Beyonce. So when those went viral, of course, the Beehive got really upset because he was getting ready to perform in Texas over the weekend. And people felt like he should apologize. Like, this is not okay. He wasn't a teenager when he said this. He was a grown man between the ages of 21 and 24. Okay, so legally he could drink. He could join the military. He was grown. So let's start with, oh, he was a teenager. This is unacceptable. I held uh, Little Nas X accountable for all the bullshit that he said about people, even when he was a teenager, because it was not okay. He said a lot of just really disgusting, vile things, but people like to attribute it like, oh, well, they're just young. No, it's how you're raised. Because I know a lot of young people who don't go online and spew the vitriol that I've seen Little Nas X spew. So I don't think that that's okay to excuse it just because of their age. But I will give people grace and room to grow. Now, Sassy Santana was a grown man when he said this stuff. So a lot of people were pressuring him like, you need to apologize. This is not okay. Um, another person ended up hitting him up on social media and they said this. Man, at Saucy Santana, bro, you just need to apologize on stage tomorrow at Summer Jam because you got the whole because you got a whole show in Houston tomorrow. And the Houston Beehive, they hit a little different. So Saucy replied back and he basically said, bro, you dead ass just text trying to get me help. You get along with Carisha. That means you got my number. Don't speak to me publicly about no bullshit. Trying to get a moment. Trying to get a moment. You could have texted that or had no comment at all. So somebody else replied back and they said, I don't think he had malicious intent behind it, Santana. Santana replied back and says, it had viral intent. Sit your ass down. So then the guy replies back and says, so you saw the text and didn't reply, LOL. But you can reply on Twitter about apologizing to a child. Was trying to warn you about my city publicly to maybe ease the tension tomorrow. But you got it. So then he replies back and he says, I ain't replied because I couldn't help you. Just like I don't need you to help me. Why would I go to a show and apologize to a crowd? I'm finna show you how to do this shit tomorrow. So I'm assuming he went, you know, to the show and everything went off without a hitch. I don't know. Um, I wasn't there because we was partying in the ATL. You know what I'm saying? We was kicking at my show. So I don't know what all happened at his show. But um, I just find this whole situation very interesting. And so now Saucy's speaking out today and he feels like at this point the beehive and people are trying to ruin him over old tweets about Beyonce and Blue Ivy. Fake woke ass bitches. People don't care about old tweets. The internet have this weird thing with power, thinking they have the power to cancel somebody. Newsflash, you don't. Y'all be thinking y'all have somebody by the balls about situations you don't give a damn about. Celebrities are humans, not robots, and they damn sure ain't perfect. I still talk about a bitch like a dog to this day, not publicly because my opinion matters to a lot of people now, but I be chilling. I don't insert myself in shit that don't involve me. 
Then he says, stop all that cap trying to ruin people's careers because you at home miserable and broke. I was miserable and broke too, making childish, hateful tweets in 2014. I'm 28 years old, a grown ass adult, a completely different mindset on a completely different mindset on life when I was 20, which I knew that. Then he says, it be the people in the comments trying to force you to apologize or say sorry to who? To y'all? If I did something to offend somebody, I should apologize to them, not you bitches. Told y'all, y'all think y'all got power over people, but go ahead. Then somebody says, I wonder what ass Saucy Santana got to say about Blue Ivy now. Then he replies and he says, beautiful hair is serving. And what that implies is if you guys don't know, um, this is why I feel like some of this stuff is definitely calculated because this was like huge controversy over the weekend um, from like Thursday to Friday, Saturday, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere. And then on Monday, after not seeing Blue Ivy for a while, Jay-Z brought Blue Ivy out of the woodwork to sit next to him courtside at the NBA finals game. And their picture and their moment went viral. I was so surprised to see her. She looks so beautiful. You can tell she's growing up. She had her cute little Nike sneakers with her little leather jacket. Her hair was out. It was flowing. It just looks so beautiful. Her curls, her earrings. The one thing I love about Blue is the fact that she she's not shoved down our throats. We don't see Blue every other day. We don't see her on the gram. We don't see her on, you know, TikTok and Snapchat. She comes out when she needs to step out. And she just looked adorable. And she had a wonderful daddy-daughter moment with Jay-Z. Jay-Z was trying to hug on her and love on her. And she's like, Dad, you know my hair. You know, like a little typical little black girl. Like, don't mess up my curls, Dad. So y'all go ahead and check this out. Back with us in the Bay and here at Chase Center tonight, 20 Four-time Grammy Award winner. All right, so you guys just saw the pictures and the videos. So one thing I find very interesting, I will say this, about all of this drama, because like I said, this has been going on for years concerning this child. The hate that some adults have for Blue Ivy and her features, it's, it's really disturbing. So today's show sponsor is Chime. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you got bills due. So good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and an optional savings account as well. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today by applying for a free account that takes less than two minutes. Simply go to Chime.com forward slash sip slow. Once again, that's Chime.com forward slash sip slow. Banking services and debit card provided by Bank Corp or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposited funds depends on the payer. You know, and I think it really speaks to the self-hate that a lot of people have. And Saucy is not the first one to have his old tweets dug up. As we all know, I did a video last year when the city girls, when their tweets were dug up and they said a lot of really hateful, nasty stuff. You know, a lot of colorist things. They talked about Nicki Minaj. You know, they said a lot of crazy stuff. But again, people also need to understand that misery loves company. And a lot of these folks, you know, they were saying a lot of this stuff online because people have the anonymity of the Internet. So let me say the most vile shit to get attention because I'm miserable in my own personal life. And the City Girls and Saucy Santana were clearly miserable. They were upset. They were feeling away. They wanted to break into the industry, but they had no idea how to do that. So let me just talk shit about those people who have made it. 
And that's why I always say you have to be careful with the energy and the things that you put out there and the things that you say, because you don't know who you're going to be in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like right now you're like a struggling, you know, 19, 20, 21 year old, but you could be the next, you know, the biggest sensation two, three, four years from now. You know, everybody shines when it's their time, but you don't want to have old tweets and old comments coming back to haunt you because again, it shows where your character and your mentality was at, at that time. And no matter how you try and clean it up, that was still you. You still chose to put that energy out there towards a child, which is not cool. And the thing that bothers me the most with the hate that this baby has had over the years from the time she was two until now, everything from her features to her hair texture has been picked apart. People, you know, saying that, oh, she's in the ugly duckling phase. I don't see this being attributed to any other child in the industry. I don't see this being attributed to to Kourtney Kardashian's, you know, what I'm saying white children. Nobody says that they're going through an ugly duckling phase. I don't see this being attributed to, you know, other celebrity kids. And the thing that's even more sad is there's always this weird comparison between Blue Ivy and Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's kids. And at first I thought maybe people hated on Blue Ivy because, you know, they were bothered by her parents. You know, people are jealous of Beyonce. Some people feel like Beyonce is overly praised, overly worshipped, overly hyped. Some people feel like Jay-Z's not all that. They may not find him attractive, his hair, just, you know, whatever. So initially I thought it was because people just disliked the parents. But then the more I thought about it, I said it has nothing to do with the parents because let's keep it real. There's nobody more disliked, okay, than the Kardashians. Kim Kardashian herself gets on people's nerves. Granted, they have millions of fans, but they also have millions of haters. Kanye West is constantly getting on folks' nerves. You know, people call him arrogant. You have a segment of the population that does not like Kim or Kanye. But even though they get a lot of hate themselves as adults, which is okay because they're adults, right? They can handle it. I don't notice the same vitriol trickling down to their children. So that's what made me really think about this is that it's not about who the parents are. Because like I said, you have a segment of the population that don't like Kim or Kanye. But I've never heard anything but praise for their four children. I've never heard anybody call their kids ugly, say that their kids are going through a, a, a ugly duckling phase. I've never heard anything spoken bad about, you know, Northwest. Except for maybe people saying, oh, she shouldn't wear lipstick or Kim's trying to make her be too grown. Or, yeah, she doesn't need to be on TikTok. Those are just general conversations. But I've never seen her features picked apart. I've never seen anybody say something about her nose, her beautiful gap, her hair texture, nothing. Like the girl is literally idolizing worship. She's like the beauty standard for young, you know, girls of color. And so I just find that really sad that people are so quick to scrutinize Blue Ivy. And it just proves the point that it's not even about the parents. It's not about the parents' wealth. It's not about the parents being overly praised and worshiped. The issue is the fact that Blue Ivy has black features. She has a regular black nose. She has more kinky hair. It's not as loose as the Northwest. I think it's just really sad that, you know, this shot has been picked apart by not only grown folks on the Internet, but by, you know, other celebrities. Because Saucy Santana is not the only one who's provided his commentary on Blue Ivy. Y'all can go back and watch those old videos. People were dogging this child out at the age of two. To the point where you have accredited journalists picking her apart and saying that she should get plastic surgery by the time she's 16. It's sad that we are now in 2022 and Blue Ivy's features, 
hair texture, the way she looks, it's still a topic of conversation. But props to Jay-Z and Beyonce for, you know, continuing to hold their head up and for not addressing the bullshit. Because you know they see it. You know they saw the controversy. And they made sure to step out with Blue Ivy by herself with her dad looking shitty sharp, looking beautiful. That little girl looks like a cross between Jay-Z and Beyonce. It's almost like whatever parent she's next to, she kind of favors. I just think she's gorgeous. You can see so much of Beyonce in her. And it's really sad because, again, we should be praising this young girl instead of tearing her down. Never heard about her being in any controversy. Well, she's only 10, so what controversy can she get in? But I've never seen her acting like a brat, jumping on social media, doing the most. You know, uh, we've had situations where the Kardashian kids have just hopped online and just spilt all the tea. (coughs) Mason, okay, being messy, messy Mason with his little cute self. We've never seen Blue Ivy do any of that. You know, so again, we have to stop the foolishness. We have to stop attacking these kids because, again, when you're attacking black children who look like yourself, who have your same features, it's saying that you you technically hate yourself. You hate your own features. You hate your own hair texture. That's what you're projecting to the world. So to me, granted, they were old tweets, but Sassy Santana, they were still tweets that you put out there and you were still grown when you said it. You weren't 14. You weren't 15. And it's very funny that. He can say that he doesn't need to apologize about this or he doesn't need to apologize to the Internet. I don't know if he's ever going to get a chance to meet Beyonce and apologize to her. But imagine if the baby just refused to apologize for the bullshit that he said at Rolling Loud last year and just stood, you know, indignant in his stance. I think he should apologize. He should let people know that he was wrong for what he said. It was not okay. He was in an ugly space and he should apologize publicly. Why not put that energy out there? Why not put that energy out there and try and clean up the situation? Because again, if somebody says something about him, the way he looked, the way he dressed, you know what I'm saying? People will be demanding all types of apologies. Folks will be canceled. So let's not act like people don't get canceled. No, what it is is that you're in a protected class. So most likely you won't get canceled because little Nas X sure didn't get canceled for all the bullshit that he spewed. But there have been plenty of people who have been canceled for going on rants, for saying certain things. But, you know, you're protected. So, you know, that the cancel culture can't touch you. But I think it's very arrogant to just say that you're not going to apologize and you don't care. You don't owe anybody an apology except for, you know, possibly Beyonce. I think you should apologize if people are asking you to, you should, because it's offensive to not only Blue Ivy, not only Beyonce, but to black people who have black features such as yourself. So is he going to apologize? Probably not, you know, and that's his grown business. But I just find that very interesting because I know for a fact that somebody came out and said something about him, said something about the LGBT, it'd be off with their head and they would be forced to apologize, period. Matter of fact, let's not forget the Kevin Hart situation that happened back in 2018, where Kevin Hart was basically forced to step down after he had booked hosting the Oscars that year. And what happened? Because old homophobic tweets were dug up. Um, He had been apologized about those tweets, you know, years ago. And he was basically tired of continuously having to apologize. So he said, you know what? Amid all this backlash and drama, I'm I'm done apologizing. I'm just going to step down. So if Kevin Hart 
has been forced to apologize. And he's actually a comedian. You're not a comedian. You're a rapper from what I know. So if he was forced to apologize and eventually step down because he was tired of apologizing, for Sassy to say that he's not going to apologize, it's very, very interesting and it's very, very telling. Check this out. Well, Kevin Hart's job hosting the 91st Academy Awards lasted just two days. The actor and comedian was announced as the host Tuesday afternoon. But overnight, Hart stepped down following an outcry over previous homophobic tweets and comments he made during stand-up routines nearly a decade ago. Anna Warner shows us how an Instagram video from Hart only made matters worse. Anna, good morning. Good morning. Hosting the Oscars has always been one of the toughest jobs in Hollywood, but the criticism usually comes after the show. Less than an hour after Kevin Hart's announcement, a reporter posted screen grabs of the comedian's old homophobic tweets, and from there, the backlash grew. On Twitter last night, he wrote, I do not want to be a distraction. I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community. It was an abrupt turn from just hours earlier. I've said who I am now versus who I was then. I've done it. When a defiant heart took to Instagram to say he wouldn't apologize. I'm not going to continue to go back and, and tap into the days of old when I moved on and I'm in a completely different space in my life. The comedian faced intense criticism this week after tweets surfaced from between 2009 and 2011 where he used the term gay as an insult and called people homophobic slurs. One of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. He made similar comments in his 2010 stand-up special, Seriously Funny. Every kid has a gay moment, okay? Every kid. But when it happens, you got to nip it in the bud. You got to stop it right there. Hey, stop! That's gay! Hart was chosen as the award ceremony faces a rating slump. The show drew a record low 26.5 million viewers last year with host Jimmy Kimmel, a 20% drop from the year before. Regardless, Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. So the, the fact that he's standing strong in this stance to not apologize is very interesting. Remember, be the change that you want to see. If you want respect, you have to give respect. Respect is a two-way street. So on that note, child, let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. As you guys know, half of this will be posted on YouTube. The rest will be posted here on Spotify. Let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment in the comment section. And once again, thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys so much for the love. Y'all have a great day, and I'll talk to y'all later. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.